Hello, friends. Welcome to the Depression to Expression podcast. Thanks, uh, thanks for joining me once again. If you're new, scroll up and down, check out all the episodes. If you know my voice by now, you followed me for a while, uh, welcome back. Thanks a lot. Seriously, if you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, notification bell, thingy-ma-bob. You just got to press your thumb to a screen. God damn, eh? No wonder older generations make fun of us because like we have all this tech. It's so easy to use, but sometimes we're just so lazy. We we'll want to like type in a URL or some shit to get something awesome. We're just like, but the button wasn't there. I need the button, dad. If the button's not available, I don't want to click it, dad. Yeah, well, like, come on, man. We can't be lazy like that. But I understand because things are easy, tech's awesome, and things should be easy. Things should be right in front of our face and ready to click at a moment's notice. Things should arrive at our doorstep right when we order it. Amazon one day shipping, Uber eats, you asshole. Get on your bike, get to my place quicker. I ordered the chicken teriyaki, bitch. Ah, we want so much in such a little amount of time. Weird, eh? Okay, so the reason you clicked on this uh, episode is you want to hear the antidepressant story. Not many people tell this story. You hear the stories of people trying to get off them and horror stories. You hear the experiences of people getting on them and the horrible side effects. I just want to tell you two simple truths in this uh, episode. Two simple truths of how I got off antidepressants after 12 years of being on them. And you couldn't get, uh, you know, you couldn't get a higher dose of this medication I was on. I, I ramped up all the way, baby. And as you know, um, I'm not against medication if you're on it. No reason to feel shame, my friend. You're giving life your best shot, and I honor that. I admire that in you. So everyone's journey is their own. That's why I didn't take my doctor's advice to stay on them. Because if I would have said I'm going off, he wouldn't have recommended that. So... A big part of our journeys as individuals is actually being an individual. Yes, take medical advice, but goddamn, I have stories, just hundreds of stories. My friend Matt and I, who have the New Hope podcast, we both hear from people every day saying, I took this medication, my doctor put me on this one, it made me feel like shit, my doctor didn't listen to me, I'm trying to go off, but they won't let me. Oh my gosh, it's painful to hear these stories. So doctors are humans. You know, they make mistakes all the time, all the time. And you know your body and you know your mind better than anyone. A psychiatrist can't go in there and turn gears and know exactly what you're thinking and feeling. They only know it based on what you tell them. So I had to look within myself and, and I had to discover these two truths within me. So let's get to it. How I got off antidepressants. Number one, I was ready to suffer. Yeah. I tried to get off them years before, multiple times, but this time was different and it's hard to describe and explain why it was different. I was just ready. I was just ready. And I can't explain why I was ready at that particular time or how it felt different than other times. Like I had the tools, I had everything I needed. My toolbox of mental health exercises and years of meditation and support systems. Everything was just in line and there was nothing more I could learn. 
you know? Nothing more I could do. I just felt like I was ready. But not ready to just get off medication. I was just ready to suffer. I was ready to experience all of those withdrawal side effects that you hear. I was ready to shake. I was ready to sweat. I was ready to puke. I was ready to have panic attacks. I was ready to be in complete fear and exhaustion. And I don't know why I was ready. You can't predict these things. We always try to predict the future and think of how we're going to feel at particular moments in time. It never happens that way. It can't happen that way. Because if you knew what your future would be like, well, that would make the present a lot less special. So I was ready to suffer. Just like a football player, man. I watched Rudy the other day. What a movie. Football players, change room, pep talk, getting ready. They're ready to get hit. They're ready to hit. They're ready for freaking human-to-human, head-to-head combat. Imagine a football player, rugby player, that's not anticipating, not ready to get on that field. You're going to get smoked every which way. You're not going to be present. You're not going to be focused. Your body's just going to be like these ragdoll physics you see in video games, just flopping around like GTA 5, just flopping limb over limb. You just get killed out there. Part of being ready was like I was focused. No matter what hit me, I could take it. I expected the worst. And the worst never came, which was pretty cool. So that's number one, my friends. I was ready. And sometimes people just aren't ready. And and things happen at particular times in life that you just can't predict. And you just can't see the future and the way it'll unfold. And that's okay. But number one, I was ready to suffer. Number two. Now, there's 10, 20 things I could really tell you of how I did this uh, with exercises and diet and all of that. And honestly especially when it comes to diet and different things um, and supplementation. That's a, that's dangerous, as Matt Jaynes and I know. You can't say that publicly because it'll shift people the wrong way. You take the wrong thing. It's You're, you're going in the opposite direction. Um, as far as meditations and, and physical exercises I did to cleanse the body, to prepare myself... Uh, that's all in the the Conquer Anxiety program I put together. Um, that's everything I did over the last 12 years before getting off meds that I think prepared me to be ready. And people have taken the course, uh, they're either on that journey and either just started medication. They're like, I want some new tools because one day I'm getting off these things. So you can't just take medication and then think all your problems will be solved. And then other people are joining the course because they are ready to get off and they're like okay let's let's really incorporate this mind body method into it so anyways the links in the description you can watch a free uh, six part video series about it and uh, you can sign up if you'd like and I can't wait to meet you It'd be a great way to meet you and a few other awesome peeps around the world so number two so number one was I was ready to suffer and number two this is big I was a different person. Now here's the biggest mistake and here's where people kind of go wrong and here's where I went wrong in my own personal experience. 
When I tried to get off the first time, second time, I wasn't a different person. So listen, listen, listen closely, closely. If you take medication, you go on medication, and then you decide six months later, a year later, two years, three years later that you're going to get off, but nothing else changed in your life, then the only difference in your life is you then are taking away medication. So how can we expect to feel any different or feel better getting off medication when everything in our life is the exact same? The only thing that changed is you're now not taking a pill that could have been helping chemically or placebo-wise. You're more powerful than you think. So number two for me is I had to become a different person. I had to change my belief structure. I had to really think about what I value in life, what I want in life. I put together all of these tools. I meditated every single day. I exercise every day. I built a support system. I was honest with myself and other people able to talk about anxiety, talk about depression, right? So by the time I was ready to get off medication, well, yes, the, the word ready, like I was just at that point in my life where I'm not Scott 12 years ago. I'm not the Scott two years ago. I'm not the Scott even, you know, six months ago. I've changed so much. And if you look at yourself when you first went on medication, if you can really honestly say, I'm, I've grown since then. I'm not that person. I believe different things. I'm more confident. I'm more maybe outgoing. I'm more creative. I'm more me. I'm more comfortable being me. Oh, that's a big one. I'm more comfortable being in my own skin. I'm not trying to impress anybody out there. I can fall asleep peacefully knowing I did a great job and there's self-love and compassion there. If you're different now than who you were back then, for me, that was a huge sign that getting rid of medication was just one thing I was getting rid of. The scale was just all in my favor. You get rid of medication, but everything else, I added every other tool, every other new friend, every other support system, every other cognitive and physical technique. It was in, it was in the palm of my hands. So I just got rid of medication. No big deal. But if medication was the thing, the only thing that you were holding on to that was making you feel good and you get rid of that, well, of course, that's a big change, right? So without going into massive, massive detail, um, number one, I was ready to suffer. I was so ready. And number two, I wasn't the old Scott. I wasn't the old Scott. I love the old Scott. He's what brought me here, right? But have you changed enough and are you ready in that way? Thanks a lot for listening, my friends. It's now been, uh, yeah, a year off medication. And let me tell you, it hasn't been an easy road. It's been, I'll use this word not even lightly, and I never use this word if you followed me for long enough. It's been a spiritual journey, a spiritual experience. It's been one that's been completely different from any other time in my life. This is just one, oh man. The thing about growth is you're never ready for it. You can't prepare for it. Growth is like the automatic response to the unknown and change that happens in your life. Like, there's no other option. 
and it's been one hell of a time for growing. And to see other people doing the same that are around my age, uh, you know, 30s, mid-20s, those are the people that, you know, we find a common ground in our life's journey and purpose and what we're good at and why, holy shit, why we should really let go of things that aren't serving us in life at that point and why self-love and compassion is just so important. Um, thanks a lot for listening, my friends. Hope to hear from you soon. And all the links are in the description. Don't forget to subscribe. Put on your notifications. Uh, those six free videos are yours too. Just go to conqueranxietycourse.com, depression2expression.com as well if you want to learn about my speaking and coaching if you ever want to have a chat. Stay strong. Keep being you. Don't forget to express yourself. Bye-bye.